Welcome to the Greenville Smart Podcast. I am your host, Elaine McNamara, the uh, Director of Operations here at the Smart Center and the Executive Director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce. Two special guests with me today, everyone's favorite guy from Advancement, Scott Giffen. Hello, Scott. Thanks for having me. (laughs) And we brought a new favorite guy from Advancement, a soon-to-be favorite. Evan, is it Evan Abla? Abla. Abla. Okay, see, there's my first lesson in, in... Meeting Evan. Uh, <laughs> Weird name pronunciations. It is uh, what, what my name? No, my oh, name. Oh, oh, yeah. So okay, never mind. <laughs> you don't need to. My name's not important here. So welcome, Evan. Welcome to Greenville. First of all, um, those of you who don't know Evan, Evan, tell us what your new title is. I am the direct, the executive director of advancement operations. That's a that's yeah. a pretty big title. That's important. It is important. Important person. <laughs> Uh, how did we how did we find Evan? So Evan really found us, quite honestly. So we had uh, we had a position open uh, in our office, and we kind of reconfigured it a little bit. Um, we put it out there on you know on the uh, old World Wide Web, through and the line. and Evan found us. It was actually through wasn't it through uh, Indeed? Yes, Indeed. Um, so and Evan can tell his story, but. Um, he applied for the position, uh, looked over his application. It looked really great. And then we had our, our kind of first phone conversation, and the rest is history. Wow. So that you had no connection with Greenville before this? Not really. Not really at all. Um, I, I know some folks that have attended Greenville in the past, okay. um, which that's kind of cool. Is that yeah. what drew when you saw the ad? Did you say, oh, I know that place? Uh, no, I, oh. had to, I had to remember back. Oh, wow. I had to think back. And and really what happened was during this whole COVID-19 pandemic, I, I just felt like living in Sheridan, Wyoming, while it's gorgeous and our, we love our church up in Billings, um, it was just too far away from my parents. Oh. Uh, who They live in, in Decatur, uh, oh. along with my brother and his family and my brother-in-law and his family. So are mm. you from this area uh my my dad was a nazarene pastor and and pastored in decatur okay and um and so i've lived here and my my sister and brother-in-law lived there for years i lived with them for a year i graduated from richland community college with my associates okay um so i have a lot of heritage here right so you're no stranger to the midwest my my wife actually is from havana illinois okay Okay. you know what i'm not familiar where is havana illinois it is about an hour from peoria it's right on the illinois river Oh, okay. Well, is she glad to be back in this area as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see, huh? <laughs> you don't seem really certain about that. No, you know, it's, <laughs> Sheridan is beautiful. It's got the big horns, you know, and it's it's uh, it can get cold. Yeah. But it's it's a, it never gets really super hot. Yeah. Okay. And it's dry heat when it is. Well. But here, I mean, I notice it coming on. Out we have <laughs> we have the Cahokia Mounds. We do, Absolutely. and we have Shoal Creek. And Shoal Scott. Creek. I mean, come on. <laughs> and I've been that. to Cahokia, so. Well, there you no, go. So we, but we are no, we, genuinely, we're very excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you here. It's uh, always fun to have someone um, new to the team, to the family. I'm relatively new, I think. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. consider myself still still new. Scott, how long have you been with Greenville? So uh, that's a little bit complicated, but I would say let's go with seven years. Seven years working in Greenville. 
Nashville or a combined years? That's kind of a cumulative, um, and it's also in dog years. Oh, that, that no, takes real. That's I'm a kidding. lot of math, Scott. <laughs> and recently, I heard that seven. And it just depends on the type of dog. That's, right. um, that's another story for another yeah. time. Um, but <laughs> I do want to talk about. Because uh, I think Scott has an interesting story of how he got here. Yeah. And I like to hear everybody's Why Greenville story. Yeah. So let's go back in time. Let's do the Scooby-Doo Wiggly oh, Line yeah. thing. And, and I'm not going to make the noise. Okay. Okay. Back in time, how old is Scott when he first found out about Greenville? I was 18 years old. Okay. So tell us how it happened because I've heard a little bit. So I'm going to give away my age here, but 25 years ago, actually probably almost to the day. So I found out about Greenville for for the first time. So I came, I was, I grew up in North Dallas. I went to um, United Methodist Church there and um, it was a bigger church. And we had two, uh, two of our parents who were youth sponsors in our youth group actually were both graduates of Greenville. So Bob and Diane Miller were their names. Okay. Um, and they were from Indianapolis. They grew up in the Wabash Ca- Conference um, over there. And um, and so uh, we went on this choir tour um, through the Midwest, through Oklahoma, and then through St. Louis. And we came to Greenville. Um, and it was, a, it was a youth choir from our church. It was a, it was a 100 kids. So it was a big deal. Yeah. I was a, I'd already graduated from high school by then, but uh, I was, you know, playing a role in this, uh, in this musical that we did. So we performed at Durley Camp, okay. out uh, just out outside of town, and so there was lots of a lot of the camp counselors were current GC students at the time, GC Greenville College, at the time, and uh, uh, we did the performance, and actually Ish Smith came to the performance. Yeah. There's actually a little bit of story before that too, but I, I won't bore you with those details, although it's a pretty funny story. But he came to the performance and after the performance, he kind of pulled me aside, grabbed my arm and he said, young man, you need to come to my college. Aww. And so I was actually already, I'd already gone to orientation, already had registered for classes. I had already moved in some of my things to my dorm at the University of Texas at Austin. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I didn't know so, this. So when Ish said, young man, you need to come to my college, um, I, I said, you know, well, that's wonderful. Thank you so much, sir. But um, I'm already going to University of Texas. And he said, no, no, you you need to come to my college. Dead serious. And I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, and so we... Um, we did a tour of the college afterwards, you know, and it, it was beautiful. It was so different from North Texas where I grew up, you know, just awesome trees, and uh, just a g- cool campus and things. Like that. I was really impressed. But at the same time, I was like, you know, I'm literally I'm already at another school. Yeah. Um, so the next day or the, actually that night, we drove to Indianapolis um, and we performed in a free Methodist church in Indianapolis. And so Ish sent his director of admissions at the time to the church because he knew it. And that was Kent Krober. Oh, so Kent man. Krober was director of admissions. <laughs> and so we, he, he went off to John Wesley Free Methodist Church in, um, in Indianapolis and we did our performance. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, we were all going to stay in host homes, um, their church members and things like that. And the, the, chur- the, the members that I was staying with were Greenville grads as well. And they knew Kent Krober. So Kent, after the performance, said, hey, I'm going to go over to your host home and talk to you a little bit more about Greenville. 
Did they arrange your no. host family before? No, it just happened that just, way? Just happened that way. The Kilgores um, were, was the family. Okay. Um, and so I went, so, you know, we went over to, the, to back to their house, you know, I'm, this is not my house. I'm just staying here for one night. Kent Krober came in, sat on the couch. The first hour, you know, I was just kind of learning, just being polite and asking more questions, learning more about Greenville. And I mean, it was awesome. I mean, there's lots of really cool things about Greenville. Uh, at the time, there was music program was really big, you know, jars of clay, or, oh, yeah. you know, it was all that time period. And um, so I was like, that's really interesting. And then about an hour of sitting on that couch, it just I've came to a point where I, realized my entire life is about to change. Really? I did. You just I, knew? I just felt this peace, but also like like a like a anxiety. Yeah. Um of feeling like I can feel my life changing. You could feel that pull. I know yeah. you're holding your hand right in front of your chest. You can't see it, but everybody <laughs> that comes in here and talks about it does the same thing, including myself. We all do that. It's like you just feel yeah. something pulling you. Yeah. So here's the best way I describe it. <laughs> so I've, I, I've been sky jumping before or uh, skydiving. Oh, wow. Um, and it's the feeling of when you jump out of the airplane and the airplane goes away. So you look up at the airplane and you're falling and you see the airplane just go away. And and so I literally saw the University of Texas going away. Like literally I was just floating away from it. And like this was my new life that I was kind of falling into. I mean, it felt, that's what it felt like. Um, and so then the next, I mean, it, it was emotional time. I think Kent kind of he kind of sensed that God was doing something in my heart and, and he was, you know, leading me. And so he was just, he was like, yes, we got one, you know, he's reeling me in now. Um, and so, yeah, he, he, the next hour it was just about, okay, how would we make this work? Right. And, you know, he prayed with me and everything. And the next morning I woke up, my parents were on that trip. Um, so the next morning I woke up and, uh, my, I told my dad, I said, you know, dad, I, uh, you know, we were at the bus getting ready to go to Louisville, Kentucky. And I said, dad, I think, I think God wants me to go to this Greenville college place. And my dad was ecstatic because he was really? just really impressed with it. And he was like, Oh, this is a perfect fit. And this is awesome. This is wonderful. My, my mother did speak to me for a couple of days because I was going from 200 miles away from oh. home to 900 miles away from home. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> understand that as a mom, sure. So that, that's and that, so I came to Greenville, I didn't know a soul. I didn't know anybody here. Um and it was a matter of weeks um before, you know, I made that decision and then changed. Um and I it was probably one of the best decisions I've ever made in my my well, whole life. It changed your life, didn't it? It did. I mean, obviously, you know, my um, you know, choosing or, you know, my moment of, of confession and, and, and choosing a personal life of, of, uh, with Christ. I mean, obviously that's my, my number one decision, I would say, if you will, um, still figuring that whole thing out, but, <laughs> um, and then, you know, obviously choosing my wife. I, I mean, the, and so it's, it's right up there. So it's, I put it like third place, but it's up. That one's pretty big. Uh, it was, a big deal. it's a meant to be kind of thing. That is really, what, what, why can't you, can you tell us a little bit about the story you said? I can't, I'm not going to get into that, but it's funny. 
Well, if it's funny, you should really tell us what you're talking about. So we earlier that day before the performance, we were performing at Dorley Camp. Uh-huh. My dad, he's got rest his soul. He's passed away several years ago now, but he was very gregarious and sales guy. Uh, you know, Texas E. You know, yeah. and so my the sponsors had told me they said, well, the president of Greenville's from Texas, and that was a big point. So that was you know, hey, we're from Texas. This guy's from Texas. So my dad. Um, and Ish, Ish can tell you the story. Ah, I just blew it. Um, but uh, they told him, I said, you know, look out for Ish. He's a Texan. He's the president of the college. So we ate at a restaurant just down the street here. My dad walks into the restaurant and the first guy he sees when he walks in, he's like, hey, I'm Doug Giffen and I'm looking for Ish Smith. And it was Ish Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and so Ish said, uh, why? Why are you looking for him? Or, you know, that, yeah. <laughs> and then mm. eventually it was like, yeah, I'm I'm Ish Smith, and so it was a this hilarious coincidence that he came in and just started asking where Ish Smith was, and Ish was like, why is this man looking for me? <laughs> that could be a little intimidating. Oh, that's great. But I think that's how he found out about us performing out at the camp. Oh. Is that you know my dad said, well, hey, we're all these kids that are here because it was a huge charter bus full of kids that came off the bus, you know, and that were going to Subway and all this kind sure. of stuff here in the square. And uh, and I think that's how he found out. Now, did he know that that when he came up to talk to you, did he know that he had spoke to your father? Um, I had I didn't know, but he I think I think he had put two and two together. Maybe maybe he didn't know that I was the son or whatever. But um, yeah, it was uh, crazy. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> wow. That is that's a great story. And um, Evan, have you met Ish Smith yet? I have not had the pleasure yet. Oh, has he met Rich? Rich? Not, not yet. No. Well, you've got a couple of guys you got to meet for sure. But yeah, I mean, I think you're in for a. That's a fun change here in Greenville. I think for everyone and. Well, you already know we're a cast of characters here. Yes. So it's a, it really has changed a lot of lives. And um, I love hearing how people have met their other half, too. Mm-hmm. And so you met her here. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, um, you hear it all the time. That's what I, you know, that's what's so miraculous about this place and that pull from the chest. Did you feel that, Evan? Have you felt that pull yet? Absolutely. Really? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, look, it was, it was. Eight days from the night I applied yeah. to the morning of the job offer. Yeah. And I never felt a single moment of hesitation. Yeah. Isn't that something? It just clicked. It is. I know. I'd never I'd never felt that about a job before myself. And everybody, it's the same. When, I, I, I'm not kidding. When Scott held his hand in front of his chest, everybody does the same thing. I just yeah. felt this. And you're like, I know that pull. Pull, yeah. It pulled us all together. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about what your jobs involve, because some people might not know uh, what I meant by um, advancement for mm-hmm. Greenville University. So, Scott, could you kind of explain so I mean, advancement is it's it's a university word, but essentially, and for us, it means fundraising. So development, fundraising. It also has to do with kind of public relations. So church relations, alumni relations, those are kind of mixed in there together. At other schools, advancement may have more marketing um, 
you know, included in that. Um, but we keep, we keep those a little bit separate, um, in separate departments. Um, but it's, 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 it's what the word means is trying to propel the institution forward. Um, and we do that. I mean, our main way to do that is through philanthropy. So connecting with our constituents, you know, engaging people around us that can come alongside us and partner with us and our mission. That, and it's pretty amazing to me that, um, of course, you have the folks who are involved that are alumni. That's We have several alums that are involved. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, you meet someone who had no prior connection, and they heard about GU from someone else. Yep. Um, Bronwyn Martin, for instance. Yep. Um, there's several that I've, I've met. And again, it's... A kind of a why, and they were all pulled here. I mean, I'm sure you hear some great stories. Oh, yeah. Scott does a lot of traveling, um, talking to all sorts of people that are connected to to us here. And uh, yeah, I mean, how you you travel pretty consistently. I do. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. So it takes you. I don't know. All over the place. All over, so you, we have one of the most um, spread out diverse alumni bases in the country, especially for our size. I mean, right. we are just all over the map. And there's a couple of reasons for that. I mean, some of it has to do with like our origins. And when we pulled from Spring Arbor, Michigan forever, you know, as a junior college, Seattle Pacific used to spill into to Greenville and, and Central College in Kansas used to spill up here. So we have big bases there. And then it's just, you know, the mission the mission of the church has just brought people all over the world too. Um, it is, I'll tell you, Elaine, it's, it's, I feel like I really have one of the best jobs because I, yeah. I'm out there and I get to hear the stories of alumni and just how much of an impact it had on them, how much it shaped their lives, their faith, their family, um, you know, what they learned that I mean, it changes in someone's entire perspective. And I had that experience here. Too. I mean, uh, you know, I came here with a faith story, um, but I felt like my faith story was deepened and enriched here. Um, you know, and I, I, there is something in the sauce. I have no clue what the sauce is, but it's something. It is something. I mean, I've ta- I spoke to um, recent graduates who came here really not even having faith in their lives, mm-hmm. and they came here for another reason. Maybe it was sports or something like that, and it. They're a changed person, and yeah. they're happier. They say, and I, I don't. Yeah, there is something in the sauce for sure. For sure, <laughs> I I love. Um, you know, when we do have visitors, um, uh, we got to meet with several donors for this project in particular, the Smart Center, and um, that's when I met. Um, I believe it was Don Wolf that I yeah. met. Yeah, um, and I and I knew that he had contributed, and I said, well. You know, and I don't even what made me ask him this because normally I would feel, I mean, I know that sometimes I'm a little, you know, I say things that I, maybe I overstep, but in that situation, I felt a little bit more like I was reserved, but I just said to him, I said, what made you do that? What made you give that much money to this project? He said, well, Greenville changed my entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I met his wife, um, his business. He wanted to give back to the town and the, and the college that where it all started. Yeah. So I'm sure you hear that a lot. Yes. Yeah. It's, I think it's, you know, they, they felt like God had blessed them so much here that they wanted an opportunity to make, give that opportunity to a student now. Yeah. Um, and invest back. And, um, yeah, that's a, that's a consistent story that I hear over and over. 
uh, from alumni is that they want to, they want people to have the same experience that they had. Yeah. They know it's a, you know, it's a different place. I mean, it's right. very similar, it's the same location, um, you know, but it's changed over the years here and there, but the heart of the institution hasn't changed and the mission has not changed. And, you know, obviously we've got Greenville smart, uh, center here now. We didn't have that the first 127 years, but, but what we do is just going to be amplified right. through this building. Right. We're so excited. I mean, Don Jones basically gave us the building. Yes. Um, which I love getting to meet him too at uh, homecoming last year. But uh, he's a fun, fun guy. And he and uh, Rich telling stories about when they went to school here. Characters. Uh, they're characters. You've <laughs> got to meet these guys, Evan. Uh, I had Rich and Ish on the podcast um, a few months back. And Rich will tell the story of being on the track team. The track team had two pair of shoes. And they would, they had to switch Alternate. out shoes to run their races, and it was just just hilarious. But and they had to run uphill both uh, both, both ways. ways, both ways. Yes, <laughs> there was no flat track like the you know the cushy running track like they have now. <laughs> the stories are great, and I and I love the twinkle in their eyes when they tell these stories too. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's just a lot of a lot of fun. But yeah, we've had um, the, the, the Don and his family have contributed this building. The Owens family. Oh yes, um, a lot of um, names on the wall downstairs, and we're we're um, going to plan an event. Yes, from what I hear. Yes, to honor. Up. Coming up, finally, we got a little bit waylaid by um, COVID-19. We were all set. We were all set. Scott, we had this event planned. I think it was for the 21st of March. Yeah. And then the week before, everybody's like, nope, it's not happening. Yeah. We just, we didn't feel like it was safe. And obviously, the state of Illinois, you know, shut down pretty quickly. I mean, everybody did. Oh, yeah. Everybody. I remember I was actually in Texas um, when things were shutting down and I was meeting with donors and, you know, meetings were getting canceled. And I remember sitting in a restaurant for lunch and seeing up on the TV, all the restaurants are closing and the waitress coming around saying, okay, we're going to close in about 15 minutes. So you need to pay your bill and (laughs) get out of here. (laughs) Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was uh it was nuts. It was, it was really surreal. It, yeah, it still is. It is. Yeah. But we're starting to plan things here and then that is one of them. We're going to yeah. have an in-person event, but we're going to combine it with a virtual uh option so yes. that um those who can't be with us will still be able to be with us in yeah. some way shape or form. I think we're looking at homecoming. Yeah. Um so during homecoming and obviously we're going to be following all the state uh CDC recommendations, right. social distancing, things like that. So we'll some of the events will have to be capped, you right. know, for size and uh make sure we give people space, but we're looking forward to it. Uh, I think it's going Absolutely. to be a special thing and we hope that you know the donors just know how much we love and are are grateful for We're them. Very grateful. I, yeah. And I wish that they could all be here in person, but we know mm-hmm. that that's probably not going to be possible. Um, big homecoming events uh, coming, but everything's a little bit pared down this year, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Panther Palooza here uh, last year. That was so year. much fun. So much fun. That's when I got to meet so many of uh, the alums. Um, but our restaurant downstairs, uh, we had the jazz band yep. playing, and we had the, the front wall of this restaurant opens up. Out mm-hmm. into the street, and so we were fortunate with the weather, um, and just it was just unlike anything. Bounce houses, and we and had yeah, kids. we 
<laughs> so much fun. Don't get me started on the bounce house, Scott. <laughs> I had a bounce house in the back of my truck for a week after that. No, that's another story. <laughs> Sometimes you take all, you wear a lot more hats than you plan to. That's right. <laughs> when it comes that's to events but um but yeah it was fun the kids had fun things to do they had the bounce house they had the face painting we had music we had food um looking forward to having something spectacular like that again this year it's just things are going to be a little bit different but they're still going to be a lot of fun yeah um and we're we're always excited about that and looking forward to meeting more alums that'll be coming for their uh some class reunions and and for our event and uh, evan has he been fully prepped for this position that he's taking on he is yeah it's he's been with us for exactly one week so he knows everything so he's good to go um <laughs> all the stories have committed in memory and, uh, we just we just I, downloaded it you know yeah, I, have a no. little, I have a little usb port in my neck thank goodness finally that's probably why you got the job um we could just yeah put it right in there that's right ah well it's really exciting to have you here um and i hope that you're uh as excited about being here, and I and I know that, I uh, and the misses as well. You gotta you gotta bring her here, have some rockables. Um, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, in the town, um, we're excited. There, more businesses are coming in, mm-hmm. um, more and more every day, which is is exci- exciting to us. Yeah. Um, and maybe finally we'll get to have some ribbon cuttings and uh, things like that soon, <laughs> as things uh, open up a little bit more in the state of Illinois. But yeah, I want to thank you for being here today. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Was it painless? Uh, yeah, it was great. You, are, made, you made it wonderful. Well, are you enjoying your frozen blueberries? I am enjoying my frozen blueberries. A- FYI, Evan's favorite snack. So I learned about that. And a different Highly meeting recommend. We had. Yeah, we're, Scott and I are loving them too. I think you just made us healthier, Evan. Oh, we're pretty excited about I'm that. Glad, I'm I'm I'll eat my that. blueberry right I mean, now. I am going to go down the street for Dairy Queen. <laughs> These would go great on top of a Sunday, wouldn't they, Scott? <laughs> They're perfect. They're I perfect. I think so. A little parfait. <laughs> Ice cream parfait. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you so much once again. And thank all of you for tuning into the Greenville Smart Podcast. The Greenville Smart Podcast is brought to you by Greenville University, the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, and of course, Greenville Smart. If you're looking for a place to have your next conference, your next class, you want to have some office space without the big overhead, contact me here at the Smart Center. Just email Elaine at GreenvilleSmart.com. It's that easy. Do you guys know that? Yeah. All right. There you go. And follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. We always do appreciate it. And we will talk to you next time on the Greenville Smart Podcast.